a proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Our two-step program of Sack Up and Get Good can help even the worst gamers just be bad. Crowley reviews the latest titles, news, and issues. Here he is, your host, Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrub. Yes, welcome to episode 67, also known as the Crowleys. I am your host for the podcast, Bad Gamer Crowley. Joining me this week, as he is under obligation to do now until the end of time, it's Bad Gamer Joe. Bad Gamer Joe, welcome to the Crowleys. I am so excited. You sound like you're not, but your picture tells another story. Doesn't it? Were, were your nipples hard when you took that picture? Never mind. I don't want to know. always, always hard, Crowley. You, I feel ill. Sick to my stomach. Uh, joining us this week, as he is also now under contractual obligation to do so until the end of time, it's Jason. Bad Gamer Jason, welcome permanently to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Well, thanks. I'm glad to be here, and I'm so glad that Joe took that picture on my inaugural episode. Now I have something to look at. I, I don't I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Anytime, bud. Anytime. <laughs> wow. I think you guys can sext later on your telephones if that's what you millennials uh, choose to do. Uh, but Jason, we're very uh, happy uh, you decided to take the job here at Bad Gamers Anonymous. I know that you've been on once before, but just quickly before we just jump into the Crowleys, why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself? So, um, I am one of the co-hosts for uh, Smoking and Drinking in Space. Um, I'm not a millennial. I'm actually a Gen Xer, um, and I've been playing games since uh, the mid-'80s, during the heyday of the first uh, video game uh, uh, peak. And, uh, yeah, that's I'm uh, mostly into uh, RPGs and uh, action, third-person action games. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome uh, permanently to Bad Games Anonymous. Uh, congratulations, or as I probably should have told Joe, I'm very, very sorry. Uh, before we get going into the Crowleys, I know you're all just chomping at the bit. Uh, we are recording live on our Discord. If you are a member of our Discord, uh, Airglue Media, just go to airgluemedia.com forward slash Discord, I believe is what the... Uh, site is if not just go to irgluemedia.com click up at the top right uh, you'll see a discord button you can join us there but if you remember the discord now you can join us uh, we've got several people from our discord on we've got uh, bales 1988 general cannoli imperial moonwalker uh muffy podcaster mike shiner 713 and star lord 07 thank you guys so much for your support and joining us tonight i'm sure people will come and go throughout the night uh or when mike falls asleep He'll probably just automatically log off. But until then, thank you so much for joining us here. Um, Also, today is Joe's birthday. That's right. Bad Gamer Joe is one step closer to the grave. Happens every year. It does. Uh, I want to just say thank you so much for drinking last night and not during the Crowleys. (laughs) I'm not supposed to be drinking. And with that, here's how the Crowleys are going to go. So I am going to step back. I am going to let your two new co-hosts of Bad Gamers Anonymous, Bad Gamer Joe and Bad Gamer Jason, 
take over the hosting duties. They're going to give you the nominees. They're going to give you the categories. And we're going to go through some of our favorite things this year uh, that, uh, you know, happened in the realm of video games. And we're going to give you some of our least favorite things. But we are going to do it in the format of an awards show known as the Crowleys. So without further ado, here are some categories you can look forward to tonight. Uh, the dumbest animal in a game, game of the year, obviously uh, best villain, worst villain, worst dad, that kind of stuff, best music in a game. That's just a taste of things to come tonight. So here are your hosts for the Crowleys, Bad Gamer Jason and Bad Gamer Joe. All right. I'm excited. Jason, are you ready for this? I am so ready for this. All right. Let's get down to it. Our first category is best stogie smoker in a game. This award goes to a character who smokes cigars with the most class and style. This is a character I, character epitomizes what it means to be a sophisticated tool. And your nominees are... First nominee is J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man. Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. Kingpin from Spider-Man. And Crowley from Inflated Sense of Self. And the winner of Best Stogie Smoker in a Game goes to Crowley for Inflated Sense of Self. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I have to say it's an honor to accept this award on behalf of myself for being the greatest Stogie Smoker in a game. And life is the ultimate game, isn't it? I have to point yeah. out that, that Crowley insisted on winning this award because of his giant inflated sense of self. So Is it is it because of my giant inflated it, sense it, of self? It or is, is it because I am the greatest stogie smoker since Arnold? Is there a difference? I think no. you answered that question with the way you phrased that sentence. <laughs> Perfect. I just want to say thank you to all the little people out there. Uh, especially uh, the guy who plays the Ewok. Thank you. For continuing to play useless characters in Star Wars. That's all. Everybody have a good night. Our next category uh, goes to the dumbest animal in a game. This award is for all of the animals that we love to hate because they act dumber than a bag of hammers. And your first nominee are the horses from Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, the stupid horses. Oh, they're not that bad. Kratos from God of War, Koopa from Mario Tennis, and Luigi from Mario Tennis. And the winner is the horses from Red Dead Redemption 2. Accepting the award tonight for the horses in Red Dead Redemption 2 will be me, Crowley. Yes, Rockstar can make horses' balls shrink and make them poop a literal waterfall out of their buttholes, but they can't make them not be dumb. Thanks, Rockstar, for making horses stupid. How many missions did you fail because you crashed into a rock? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. I am salty about the horses. Oh, so many. How many? Let me ask you guys this. How many head-on collisions did you have in the game with a tree? Oh, like 30 at least. Oh, yeah, easily. And it's almost like sometimes they just intentionally ran into a tree. It's like they went out of their way to run into it. I did have a couple run into trees during like cinematic mode. I thought that was pretty fun. 
It's literally, I don't understand how a video game developer put so much time into shrinking ball sacks and poop waterfalls and not enough time into, would a horse legitimately just keep running into a tree? Look, you got to pick one or the other, man. It's either photorealistic poo or good running. And, you know, I think I think they made the right choice. So just real quick before we move on, apparently there's one person who's had zero issues with horses in Red Dead Redemption 2. And that would be Mike Rondo, the Lord Emperor and CEO of Earglue Media. What, did he play 12 minutes of that game? Did he play any I of it? I think he played five <laughs> minutes of this game, to be honest. Like probably not even five minutes. <laughs> What, 50 minutes? He's saying 50 minutes? I don't believe that. That's about 45 minutes too long. He's talking seconds, man. Oh, well, seconds. Oh, I seconds. bet I believe. Because that's literally the only way you could not run into anything with a horse in this game. I don't even... It was a typo. It was supposed to be five. Regardless, right now, if you're if you're in the Discord channel, I just want to thank you for uh, joining us live here tonight for the Crowleys. Uh, and now let's continue on with the Crowleys. The next award is for the Controller Killer Award. This is the award to the game that forces the player to release all that pent-up angst and rage they hold inside, scream at the game for being terrible, and throw the obvious issue, their controller, across the room. Our nominees are Monster Hunter World, Dead Cells, Red Dead Redemption 2, Stupid Horses, and NHL 19, Connection Issues. Our winner for the Killer Controller or Controller Killer Award is Dead Cells. Accepting the award tonight for Dead Cells will be Crowley, because Dead Cells obviously isn't here. Look, Dead Cells is a terrible game. Please don't buy it. It's awful. It's a platformer. Who does platformers in 2018? Dead Cells. And that's pretty much it. Now, what should have won this award is Chell. <laughs> the connection issues that EA... <laughs> perpetrated on everyone who who bought that game was enough to just make me rage quit more than once as Shiner, Jonesy, and Star-Lord can certainly attest to. That game was a hot mess for a minute. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, they fixed their, their server issues, so we felt the Dead Cells was the most frustrating game and that's not getting any better anytime soon. Please so don't play that you're game. You're confused. You're confused. NHL is frustrating because it's bad. Dead Cells is frustrating because it's oh. hard, and you're a bad gamer. Gauntlet Throne. It wasn't, you're both bad gamers. It's in your host tags. <laughs> yeah, but I can play a platformer. Apparently, you can't manage. I used to be able to play a platformer. Then you got then old, got and your old. reflexes got really bad. I admit, I freely admit it. I'm an old man, and... Because I am, Dead Cells is an awful game, and you shouldn't play it. Especially on the stupid tiny Switch controllers. I should have bought the game on the PS4. It Oof. is on every platform. Whatever, just move on. Dead Cells sucks. <laughs> Our next uh, category is Best Xbox Exclusive. And moving on. <laughs> wait, wait, did we really make this a category? It's in there. It's on the list. We couldn't find any nominees, though. We couldn't find any nominees. Do you know why? Because there are no Xbox exclusives. <laughs> Bazinga, we got y'all. <laughs> Play them on PC. Xbox sucks. Next category. Your next category is Best PS4 Crossplay. Who are the nominees? I, I don't see any. 
yeah, we didn't come up with any for that yeah, either. I think, I think no. Oh. Yeah, but you know what? When you're the best console, you don't have to cross-play. You don't have to play nice with anybody when you're on top. It's true. You're king of the hill. Do what you want. People do what you want. <laughs> I do what I want. Yeah, but at least with the Xbox, you can play on your PC or the Xbox One. If your PC can handle it. If your PC can handle it. Right. So if you don't have a PC, I suppose that is that then technically an Xbox exclusive? No. No, it's not. No, All right. I think we just sold a lot of Xboxes looking at our <laughs> Discord chat. <laughs> to who? Who in their right mind would buy an Xbox? Looks like Stargate Pioneer is buying a second one and Mike is buying one just, just despite us. Why? I don't understand why Mike and Stargate Pioneer want to do this. I don't... I, is Cab typing furiously right now? Is he furiously like, I hate Crowley. I just bought my 18th <laughs> Xbox. Xbox is the greatest thing on the planet. He is. He is. You he guys, is. if you're not in go. our Look Discord, if you guys buttons. are not in our Discord, you are missing something. Stargate Pioneer so even, owns five Xbox Ones, he's saying. Oh, it's so it's not be his sixth. Why? I want to know why. Somebody needs to come on this show and give me a good reason why I should buy an Xbox. Anyone. I'm buying Joe an Xbox for his bathroom. Uh, Jonesy's got the right idea. I, I might use one in the bathroom. That's where it belongs. Yeah, well, it can hold down the toilet paper. It's a, it, That's a, yeah. pretty much all it's good for. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's uh, move on to the next category that actually, you know, makes sense. Next category is games nobody played. This award goes to the game that nobody's heard of and even fewer have played. The VGA has decided that everyone should have played these games, however. And your nominees are Moss, Celeste, Return of the Oberdin, The Messenger, and Into the Breach. And your winner is Celeste. Accepting the award tonight in place of the developers of Celeste is me, Crowley. Do you know why? Because nobody played these games. Literally nobody I don't care how hardcore of a gamer you are, you didn't play these games. Joe, did you play any of the games on this list? No. Jason, did you play any of the games on this list? Honestly, I haven't heard of almost all of these games on the list. Right. Well, I, pod, I want to play Podcaster Moss. Mike might might be onto something saying that these award this award show might be fixed. He might be onto something. I'm not saying he is. And I'm not saying he isn't. Uh what I am saying is that these games are terrible. And VGA put making a category for these games is absolutely ridiculous just because they like these should have been like the artsy games of 2018. Like if the VGAs really wanted to give them a legit award, then that's what you give them. You come up with a category called these are artsy games that nobody really cares about, but you should probably play because art. I need somebody listening to keep tabs of how many times Crowley says terrible and how many times somebody says fake news in the chat. It's going to run a total <laughs> for the end of this, all right? Don't make this a drinking game because somebody might die. Uh, it's a contest Somebody would already now. be dead. <laughs> somebody might be dead. And that's ter- that would be legitimately terrible. Ugh. I, look, look, if you've never heard of any of these games, Jason... What do you have another explanation as to why the VGAs would even have this category? Um, yeah, I for that I would say probably the fix is in. <laughs> I, I, mean, I honestly have no idea why why the there are four games on this list that I want to play. 
What category Wait. were these games nominated for? I don't like new game or newest. Like I don't even know. It was it was stupid. I was gonna put it in the show notes, and I thought I don't care what it was because the VGAs were wrong about this. Is they were wrong about just about everything else that they that they did. There wasn't. I don't think there was one category where I was like, hmm. I think the VGAs did a really good job on this. Like every category was legitimately terrible, and the fix was definitely in there because God of War won everything. God of War is a great game. You watch your mouth, oh, sir. You watch your mouth, God. sir. God of War is so bad. Neither one of you have ever played it. Crowley, you played I like 10 minutes. It. Shut up. You played like 10 minutes. I played, long, you played, I played like that minutes. longer than Mike wrote a horse in Red Dead Redemption And he too. shouldn't be talking about the horses in Red Dead Redemption either. So. The game is legitimately awful. No, it's fantastic. Ugh. Next category. I'm done with my acceptance speech. I'm All right. Kanye me already. <laughs> Your next category, shut up, Crowley, is the best game that wants to be an RPG. This award is for that little role-playing game that could not. Well, it might technically be an RPG. This game embodies neither the spirit nor the polish of a real role-playing game. And your nominees are Madden 19, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And your winner for best game that wants to be an RPG is Madden 19. So full disclosure, as Crowley is accept- doing the acceptance speech for Madden 19, full disclosure, that's that that's that that's a terrible option. Madden 19. Is it really even a role-playing game? Did it try to be a role-playing game? Sure, there's some story elements to it. But I think the real loser here is anyone who played Pokemon. Those are good <laughs> games you shut your mouth. Pokemon. Those are Eevee. good games you shut your mouth. Pokemon, no one's listening to you, Pikachu. cranky old. Who plays these games? Those are barely games. There's there is as much game in them as there is in any Pikachu. other JRPG. No, it's a Pikachu petting well, simulator. So saying that there's as much game in those as in any other role playing game is like saying there's as much car in a Yugo as there is in a Ferrari. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. Listen, neither one of you have given that, that game legit. a fair shake. You don't know what you're talking about. Sounds, I've played that legit. game for several hours. You played a multiplayer. It was broken, whatever. I, I understand what your complaints were, but that is an, a role-playing game. <laughs> oh, Pikachu. What's your new nickname is Pikachu. Can, can somebody who's good with Photoshop take the shirtless picture of Joe in a tie and put Pikachu in place of Joe? <laughs> or next to Joe in a black tie? Oh, next like, two, please. I would like that. Or in the background, tied up in some kind of weird S&M scene gone wrong. I don't... Something. I don't even know. Let's move on, because now i got to get the taste of Pikachu out of my mouth. <laughs> so our next category is Worst Dad Award. This award goes to the dad who managed to screw up their offspring the most. Worst dad ever. And your nominees are Kratos for God of War. Dutch Vanderlyn for Red Dead Redemption 2, and Todd from Detroit Become Human. <laughs> Todd. Todd. And the winner is Kratos for God of War. All right, so accepting the award on behalf of Kratos is me because Kratos is too much of a D-bag to actually show up <laughs> for an award show. Uh, look, uh, I'm actually kind of maybe okay with God of War winning this award because... All he did the whole game was call his son boy. 
See, we'll this, is where, this. This, is, this is where it shows you didn't oh. play that game because that stops about two hours in. Okay, well, I at least played two hours, huh? That's such a small percentage of the game, man. Well, did the kid actually have a name? Yeah. Yeah, Atreus. I think it was Boy. It's Atreus. Boy? Atreus? Boy? Atreus. Boy. Atreus? While Dutch Vanderlyn probably should get his honorable mention, <laughs> as that character was legitimately awful. Oh, yeah. And I mean awful in the best sense. He made you angry. He made you hate him. Yeah, I and mean. even at the end of the game, he didn't get his due. Yeah, the betrayal that he uh, that he did to the, well, basically his wards, the people that he raised. I mean, was was it was heart wrenching, and it really made you hate him with a passion. For sure, and Todd in in Detroit become human. You hated him because he was beating on his kid. He 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 had first taken out. This is how the game starts. He had taken his anger out on his robot. To the point where he was picking it up from the repair shop and he told them that it got hit by a car. Wow, there's really some nuance in that story, huh? Man, you know what? You know what? Now is not the time, bad gamer Joe. Now is not the time. So when Todd starts beating his kid and you have the choice to either, you know, take the kid with violence or take the kid without violence, like the obvious choice is to shoot Todd in the face. You know what? Both of you just... God, you know what? Can I make you two the villain of the year? We'll we'll talk about it when we get there, all right? <laughs> yeah, fine. Whatever. Next. Your next yes. category is the Copy and Paste Award. This is the award for the game that really phoned it in, made a paper copy of itself and released it with some slightly new artwork, maybe a tweak gameplay element, mechanic here or there, just a little bit of something. And your nominees are... Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Fallout 76, Sports Games, Far Cry 5, and State of Decay 2. And your winner for the Copy and Paste Award is Skyrim Online, also known as Fallout 76. Accepting the award for Skyrim Online is none other than Crowley. Uh, on behalf of Todd and everyone at Bethesda that phoned this hot mess of a game in, this dumpster fire that is now on fire this week for releasing a Fallout 76-themed rum in a plastic bottle, who drinks booze from a plastic bottle? I just want to say thank you to all you mindless minions who bought this game blindly who will follow me over the edge of a cliff like the frickin' lemmings that you are. Gamers, you are a dumb breed. Hey, don't forget I, that plastic bottle of booze was like 80 bucks. It was an $80 <laughs> bottle of plastic booze. Who puts booze in a plastic bottle? Look, at least when Stargate Pioneer got ripped off for the booze that he bought that had James T. Kirk on the front, at least that was on a glass bottle. Don't laugh, because I bought a bottle of it, too. I bought two bottles of it. I did not buy any. <laughs> uh, for crying out loud, Todd, Bethesda, you guys are just awful at this point. I've said it before on the show, and I'll say it again. I will never, ever, uh, ever buy anything from Bethesda again. I just have to look over at the Discord. And Stargate Pioneer drinks all of his booze out of plastic bottles. That's because he lives in space. I learned something new about SP almost daily, and it's just, it's just fascinating. Absolutely daily. <laughs> That's where it was aged, according to Jones. He was in the plastic bottle. Seriously, Bethesda, 
There are so many awards that I want to give you, but honestly, the only thing you deserve is my middle finger, not my money. Next category, gentlemen. Next category is best beard or facial hair. This award is for the character that grows the most epic or stylish facial hair in a game. And your nominees are Kratos for God of War, Arthur Morgan for Red Dead Redemption 2, Obi-Wan Battlefront 2 Attack of the Clones DLC, Uncle from Red Dead Redemption 2, and that nasty rat's nest on Mike's face. (laughs) And the winner is Kratos for God of War. Uh, well, since, uh, you know, Mike shaved it off, I will actually be uh, accepting this award on behalf of none other than Jonesy, who has the sexiest real-life beard I've ever seen on another man. While the chest hair on Joe could be shaven off and taped to his face, it still would not produce a sexy beard like the one that Jonesy grows naturally. On behalf of women everywhere and the men who are jealous... Thank you, Jonesy, for that beard. Okay, next. (laughs) (laughs) And your next category is the Poop and Play Award. This one's near and dear to my heart. This is the game that's best played on the throne. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And your unfortunate nominees are Dead Cells, Diablo 3, the Switch release, Civilization 6, the Switch release, And Pokemon Let's Go. Your winner for Joe's Poop and Play Award is Dead Cells. Accepting the award for Dead Cells will be Crowley, since once again, Dead Cells ain't here. Uh, So, proctologists everywhere just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Bad Gamer Joe. For Bad Gamer Joe and his pushing this poop and play agenda has caused so many prolapsed anuses... (laughs) That proctologists everywhere have been able to vacation freely in places like Aruba, Jamaica. Come on, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahamas. Come on, pretty mama. Yes, I'm just quoting a uh, Beach Boys song at this point. Mike just learned where the prolapsed anus is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think you went to the wrong place to find it. Yeah, you're not going to find Pornhub prolapsed anuses. I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) i'll tell you what since tumblr decided to get rid of porn mike has just been lost he has no home anymore (laughs) no he just seems he's a man without a home seems very very lost (laughs) good god yeah kids don't poop and play like let this be your psa or alternatively poop and play in moderation your butthole will fall out like it will it's a thing look it up Next category. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Nobody look it up. <laughs> yeah, don't do Nobody that. Nobody needs to see that. Don't listen to don't him. Don't Google. Do not Google it. Do not Google that. <laughs> Bad advice, Crowley. Bad advice. Right, that was terrible. Don't 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 look it up. And our next category is <laughs> Time best for Google. <laughs> <laughs> you did a terrible thing, Crowley. I did not. I'm keeping it in the show. It's going to make it tomorrow. I don't care if this is live. It's going in the tape version too. <laughs> Uh, Our next category is best mobile game. Yeah, there's actually games on mobile. We found them, and we gave one an award. And your nominees for best mobile game are Fortnite and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. 
And the winner is Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite wins everything, excepting the uh, award on behalf of Fortnite is Crowley. <sighs> these are heart, man. Yeah, dude, these are legitimately the only two mobile games that are worth playing. And I hate both of them because I suck at first-person shooters. So this is legitimately, Fortnite is one of the best games of the year in terms of just the amount of people that have played it. It's it's impact on pop culture and its impact on the gaming community. So I felt like, and, and I think Bad Gamer Joe and Bad Gamer Jason will agree that Fortnite deserved a little bit of love. And this is where we decided to show uh, our gratitude for all that it has done, even though I hate the game. So Fortnite, thank you. And congratulations on your win in mobile video game of the year. Your next category. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, Everybody yes. look at Discord right now. That is a great picture. Uh, well, Star-Lord has, for those of you who are not here live with us and you're listening, Star-Lord has photoshopped a bow tie on, t- on top of the uh, picture of a shirtless Bad Gamer Joe. And it has a little Pikachu in the middle. I like it's it. It's great. It's a good picture. It lacks, that... it lacks the class of the original picture, but it really brings home that Pokemon love and free spirit that I have inside. It really does, <laughs> doesn't it? It's a thing of beauty. It is a thing of beauty. I love it. Thank you, Star-Lord. Uh, this is ingrained in my memory now more so than just the shirtless wonder. So thank you. All right. <laughs> All next right. category. Next category. Hottest garbage. This award goes to the game that came out of the gate stinking worse than two weeks of old Thanksgiving turkey left in the trash bin on an unseasonably warm month. And your nominees are Fallout 76 and Sea of Thieves. Wait, before you announce the winner, you're new here, Bad Gamer Jason. I am. I I need to learn you some things. We don't pronounce it Sea of Thieves. We call it by its God-given name. Semen thieves. Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> well, if you heard it, why didn't you say it? Well, <laughs> I'm not. How, I'm not sure how comfortable I am talking about thieving <laughs> semen. <laughs> and the winner was whom? And the winner is Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six. Uh, let me once again accept this award on behalf of Todd. Bethesda and Skyrim Online. This game is terrible. Should have never been made. I can't I can't think of anything worse in the universe than this stupid game. And it's not just the game. Everything around this game has been stinky dumpster fire. Everything. The bags, the leaks, everything. If anybody purchases another Freaking Bethesda game. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with my hands in the air. I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy a game from Bethesda. I, you know what? In the future. Then if you do it, I expect you to have nothing on but a black tie. Ha. And I want a picture. Oh, you'll get a picture. I, How do no. you think you wouldn't be getting a picture? <laughs> now I don't want a picture. You're getting now a picture. You no. just signed up for weekly tie pictures. I'm going to buy a collection of ties, <laughs> a new tie, a new I tie can, picture every week. How do I unsubscribe from this? Somebody push there the unsubscribe, no unsubscribe button unsubscribe right button. now. Holy cow. You're in. God. You're in. Hey, we're I, in for what? life. You're I'm in, in for life. It's still it's still a better game than Fallout 76. So your next category is worst game of the year. 
The category that needs no introduction, but we're going to do it anyway. This is for the game that started and ended with problems, whether it be game-breaking bugs, incomplete gameplay, or just wasn't any good. And your nominees for worst game of the year are Fallout 76, Sea of Thieves, oh, Seaman Thieves. That's better. The Quiet Man, and A Way Out. And your winner by a landslide. Seaman Thieves. Oh, and accepting this award on behalf of all the thieves of semen is Crowley. This game was terrible from the beginning. It's not even about stealing semen, which was probably something that Mike looked up on Tumblr at some point. (laughs) This was a game with no point. This was a game that had no direction, no lore, no nothing. You had a a boat... You, yeah, you had a boat. You had a. You had some islands. You had some skeletons for some reason, and they were guarding some chests that were you needed for some reason. But ultimately, this game was about reasons. I don't know what reasons. This game was terrible. It was awful. Should have never been made. And luckily for it, Todd released Skyrim Online just in time to put out this dumpster fire. Oh, yeah, it smothered it. So on behalf of everyone at Seaman Thieves and Xbox or whoever made this crappy game, thank you, Todd. Thank you, Bethesda. You saved us from winning both the Worst Game of the Year Award and the Dumpster Fire of the Year Award. We are forever in your debt. Signed, the game that has no plot. <laughs> and your wait, 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 wait. Cab says it's because I don't have friends to play with. Yeah, that's probably that. That that might be fair. The checks out. You're kind of terrible. <laughs> I yeah yeah I am. Anyway, your next category is best music. This award is for the game that really wowed us with its musical score, from the deep dramatic strings to the earworm catchy pop tunes. This game wouldn't be the same without its music. And your nominees are. Bear McCreary for God of War, Philip Shepard, Detroit Become Human, Yasunori Nishiki, Octopath Traveler, and Joe Henson and Alexis Smith for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And your winner for Best Music is Bear McCreary for God of War. Accepting the award on behalf of Bear McCreary is Crowley. Uh, we only gave this freaking award to God of War so that bad gamer Joe didn't complain when freaking God of War spoiler doesn't win game of the year. <laughs> Let's be honest here. You also wanted this one to win this category because the music is really good in this game. It, you know what? Maybe, but there are still other, there like Octopath Traveler. The music at Octopath Traveler is so well It's not done. as good. Detroit become humans. It's not as good. It is as good. It's not as good. It absolutely it's not is. As good. They're both very good nah. soundtracks. Nah. I I don't. How did Assassin's Creed Odyssey end up in here? Anybody? You, you put it there. I think we just. I wanted a placeholder. Maybe you wanted to have four a placeholder. <laughs> I didn't play that game. I don't know. That game's awful. Copy paste. It's terrible. Regardless. Fine. But the Assassin's Creed games typically do have pretty good music. 
They're not bad usually. They're not they're terrible. Budget. Yeah, but Detroit Become Human was so well done. It it captures each moment, and that's what the game is all about. Are these moments that? All right, I get it. You love Detroit Become Human. I really did. That game is so good. It's a twelve out of ten. Wow. A, it's a tw- it's a twelve out of ten. I can't trust your rating scale on anything ever again. Let's move on. Why oh, can't you trust my rating let's, scale? Let's, let's move on. <laughs> Wait, you didn't ask my rating on God of War. I don't. I don't really care anymore. Negative <laughs> twelve out of ten. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's it was move on. awful. Our next, next category. category. <laughs> Our next category is best role playing game. This is the game that makes the player feel like they're in total control of their game character and gives them fantasies of cosplaying at the next San Diego Comic-Con. And your, and nominees. your nominees are Monster Hunter World, God of War, Kingdom Come Deliverance, and Octopath Traveler. The winner is Kingdom Come Deliverance. Accepting the award on behalf of uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance and Warhorse Studios is none other than myself, Bad Gamer Crowley. So this game was put out by Warhorse Studios, an independent studio, a small little studio in the middle of uh, Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, I don't know, somewhere, one of those Slavias. And this game is amazing. It is a little bit of awesome. This game, in my opinion, was shunned at the Video Game Awards because it was put out by an independent studio. Uh, Does this game have some bugs? Absolutely. Does the DLC have some bugs? Absolutely. But this game is so well done. From the voice acting, to the music, to the graphics, to the story, and then just the scope of the game. Extremely well done on every one of those. If If there weren't really, really good games like God of War... Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, Detroit Become Human. Like, these are AAA games that you don't see every year. If if this year had been void of some of those games, Kingdom Come Deliverance could easily play with the big boys. Uh, it, it's not a AAA game, but it plays like a, like a AAA game. They did things with this game that other games haven't done to this point. From the weapons combat which is second to none as far as I'm concerned, especially with them wanting to be historically accurate. The, Man, the historicity. Got a, a steep learning curve on it, though. It does, but once you get it down, it is so amazing. You can take on six, seven, eight, nine, ten enemies at once and live to tell the tale. Uh, the historicity of this game, that's Super a word. Look it up. accurate. Ten guys at once. Right, which <laughs> absolutely... Which made some people upset the because the diversity in this game isn't what you see in some of the games today. But historically speaking, it's extremely accurate. Uh, the, even down to some of the uh, places in the game are still standing today, even though this, this game took place uh, closer to the Middle Ages. So great job to Warhorse Studios. Great job to those who worked on Kingdom Come Deliverance. As far as I'm concerned, this should have been a contender for Game of the Year, uh, and 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 it certainly gives AAA games a run for its money this year. So, uh, Jason, did you get an opportunity to play this game? I have not, no. Oh, you need to put that on the to-do list. I know. This game is so good. Joe, you've played it. I just started it. I bought it on the Steam Winter Sale. 
and oh, I'm probably still going like, on. I gotta snack like that. six hours in, maybe around there. Um, I like it a lot, man. It's really good. It's there have been some there have been some things that I'm willing to forgive because it's an independent studio that if this was a AAA game, I would probably be stomping my feet about. There are some bugs in that game that are impressive. But considering <laughs> considering the size of the team and what they took on, the scope of that game, this is an impressive game. It really is a truly impressive game uh, considering the studio that came from, a no-name studio, brand-new studio, Warhouse Studio, small studio, independent studio. So congratulations to them on putting out a great game. And all I could do is apologize that you, the VGAs decided to overlook you in literally every category you should have been nominated in. Well, that's why we're here. That's why we're that here. That is why we're here. To right the wrongs. We're giving it its due. We're like we're like the quantum leap of the video game awards. God, we that's write... a good show. That's such a good show. <laughs> oh, good God. Move on. <laughs> the first the ne- person that says Ziggy gets punched. Ziggy, 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 Ziggy. <laughs> good God. <laughs> Stargate Pioneer decides that he wants to say Ziggy as well. Good. <sighs> I'm with punched. you, man. Next. All right, your next category is Best Action Game. This is the award for the game that gets the blood pumping and the reflexes humming. Or is it blood humming and reflexes pumping? It doesn't matter. This is for action games. And your nominees are Dead Cells, God of War, again, Spider-Man, and Far Cry 5. And your winner is, oh, God of War. Accepting the award on behalf of these idiots is Crowley. Uh, so this was also, uh, one that I just acquiesced to Joe because, you know, he was, oh, God of War is so good. Everybody <laughs> likes God of War. You gotta do it. And he says all this while he's doing curls. Like, I think he's like with both arms, not just one. He's like doing two at a time. He's like, oh, no, you know, God of War is so good. You gotta play it, man. And then his, his chest hair starts doing curls. I like, so what was I supposed to do? I guess God so, of War is so not what, what actually, what actually happened. Was we had a nice adult conversation about? No, we didn't. Don't about, t- don't lie uh, to these people. We had people. a nice adult conversation about which one was a better action game, because this comes down to the action where the combat in God of War is much deeper than it is in Spider Man. No, it's not. Oh yes, it's it is. L- absolutely not. Oh, yes, are we going to rehash this yeah, right are. now? Because you didn't see any of the combat because you only played the tutorial. Next category. I didn't just play the tutorial. <laughs> I played legit two hours of this horrible game. Only the category. You only played the tutorial. Let's go on to the next category. <sighs> and our next category is best remake or port. You know what would make this game better? Let's move it to a different platform or give it some shiny new graphics. And your nominees are Diablo 3 for the Switch, Dark Soul Remastered for the Switch, Shadow of the Colossus for PS4, and Civilization 6 for Switch. And the winner is Diablo 3 on Switch. Are you sure it's not God of War? <laughs> <laughs> it's for not the a remake Switch. or a port. You know, if it was on the remake... Switch. If they put God of War on the Switch, we'd be having a different conversation here. If oh, they put God. God of War on the Switch, it's just going to be another platform for me to bash it on. What a horrible game. Uh, accepting the award for uh, best remake or port uh, is Crowley because Diablo Immortal's not out yet. <laughs> I can't wait for that to win mobile game of the year next year because everyone's going to play it and everyone's going to think it's the greatest game since sliced bread. So, so side note on that, I have yeah. read some hands on with that game 
and the people who touched it have said it's really good as long as you I don't. I told you. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew it would be. I told you. It would be really good. It's just the reaction's ridiculous. It, Blizzard doesn't put out trash. It was just really bad messaging. Do you not own a phone? Right. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was not a great the, look. I don't know what the thought process was on that. Does that everybody in our Discord not own a phone? Uh. I think he was trying to be funny, but instead he came out in a really bad way. <laughs> Mike, I think no. this is the year of game developer, game developed studios putting their feet <laughs> in their mouths. I guess, but at it what not point do feet? gamers... <laughs> well, you put your feet... Look, let, can we just get off of that for a second? Is it that game developers have been putting their foot in their mouth, or is it that gamers just want to be perpetually offended at everything like everybody else on the planet? I think it's a little of both. I think it's probably a little more of the latter, but I think I think the developers have been giving them ammunition this year. <laughs> okay, I can't read the Discord anymore. It hurts my brain. Yeah, it's going <laughs> no, crazy. I don't know what they're is. talking about. It's flip phones in there up. now. It is well, no, but I'm offended up. at I'm I'm a I'm offended at podcaster Mike. I, I, I really do. I think that it's it, it's more that that we just want to be as gamers. We want to be perpe- perpetually offended by everything. Where there are some certain things that. that you should legit be offended at like anything EA puts out. Yeah, I agree that, with that. Yeah. Yep. You you can't play a f- Discord. I can't. I can't Why are you it. still yeah. looking? They're I don't know. I said I wasn't you. and it keeps sucking me back in. Freaking Imperial Moonwalker I can't, with these pictures of Phones from when my, I was a kid. I, I think my mom had that phone in her car, that big backpack phone. Yeah, the bag phone. phone. I yeah. had a bag. That, that's like that predates the Zach Morris phone. Oh yeah. yeah, it does. My mom bought a car that came with one of those, like sitting in the back seat. All right, next category. Your next category is best sports game. Go team. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you nominees- read that with such gusto. Yep. And your nominees are Madden, NHL, NBA 2K, WWE 19, not a sport. That is a sport. That is not a sport. Forza Horizon 4. And your winner is Forza Horizon WWE 4. 2K 19. No, it has to be a awesome. sport. This is the best sports game. It's not a sport. It's not, not a sport. A sport. Forza Horizon 4. Congratulations, Xbox. <laughs> they have a winner. You won something. There's your winner. Yay, Xbox. But wait, if this raw, isn't raw an exclusive, Xbox. and you should be able to play it on... Oh, wait, yeah, you can play this on PC, too. Sorry. That's where I played Yay, it. Yay, PC! That's where I played it. I played it on PC. <laughs> oh, this game. Whatever. Great great job, Forza. No, it's a racing game, and it's a half-assed racing game at that. Blech. It's not Whatever. bad. Next, the next category. What do you mean it's not it's bad? Wait, not wait, wait, what do you a mean it's not bad? Bad racing game. I mean, it's nothing. It stellar. takes place it's... in like fictional Great Britain. It's not even real Great Britain. It's, like it's a really, it's actually a really fun game. I liked it a lot. Okay. Yeah, it, I really it's, liked it's it a got lot. some. It's got some tight mechanics for a racing game. So yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's not it's not like you know Gran Turismo like or anything, but it's it's, it's not pretty a simulation, good. but sure. Next. Next category is best shooter, guns, explosions. Only the twitchiest reflexes will survive. And your nominees are Black Ops 4, Battlefield 5, Firewall, Zero Hour. And the winner is, great category, we're all losers. Man, they haven't made a good (laughs) FPS at a grip. 
It's been a long a time. Grip. The last good FPS was Doom. I agree. Mm-hmm. The remake from right. what, like two years ago. All right. Well, next, I guess. <laughs> Your next category is best VR game. Immerse yourself in the game and then vomit shortly afterwards. <laughs> Your nominees are Firewall Zero Hour, Beat Saber, Moss, Star Trek Bridge Crew TNG Update, and Astrobot. And your winner is Astrobot. Uh, okay. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> have either of you played this? I have no Astrobot? VR rig, so no. No, not not the full game. All right. Well, I haven't played it either. <laughs> Moving on. Next. Our next category is for art direction. This award goes to the game that brought us the most beautiful and well-designed visuals. And your nominees are Dead Cells, Detroit Become Human, Octopath Traveler, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Good God, seriously, again, Dead Cells? And your winner is Dead Cells. (laughs) (sighs) Joe? Listen, we talked about all these games, man. I didn't just pick them. Look, you like this game. Tell these people why. This game looks beautiful. It's not te- it's not like your best technical graphics. It's a it's a <laughs> it's Dead Cells is not the new God of War. It's it's um it's you know it's your your 16-bit side-scrolling uh platformer kind of game, but the colors are beautiful. The character models are beautiful. Everything about this game just looks great. It plays great. The animation is amazing. It's just a really good art direction. I couldn't put any of these other games above it, you know? I do admit it does look good. Yeah, the creature design is fantastic, especially. The boss fights are great. Everything about the art in this game. Like I said, this isn't best technical, you know? Uh, This was best technical graphics. Maybe we'd have a different winner here, for sure. But for art direction, this is definitely where I put my money. All right, your next category, best voice acting. This is for the voice actor that brought the character to life through the spoken word. And your nominees are God of War, Christopher Judge as Kratos, Red Dead Redemption 2, Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan, Detroit Become Human, Clancy Brown as Lieutenant Hank Anderson, and Spider-Man, Yuri Lowenthal as Spidey. And your winner is... Clancy Brown as Lieutenant Hank Anderson in Detroit Become Human. Accepting the award for Clancy Brown. The first non-sarcastic acceptance speech of the night. (laughs) Will be me, Crowley. Look, so Clancy Brown, the first time I saw this gentleman act was in Star Trek Enterprise, an episode there where he played basically a terrorist, but he was a very over-the-top, gracious, and gregarious uh, terrorist who who just wanted the Federation to help him. Uh, and, and ever since then, I was hooked on anything he did. He also starred in, uh, I, I shouldn't say starred, he was in the first couple of episodes of Sleepy Hollow on Fox, which also, oddly enough, in, in the last season starred Janina Gravankar. Mm, Janina. Uh, so uh, <laughs> this guy's just a great actor. And in fact, all of the voice actors for Detroit Become Human did such a great job because they had to. 
Like these weren't like voice actors that you would normally see brought in for a video game or for a cartoon. These are actual actors like stage actors, theater actors, film actors brought in to bring that gravitas, that that emotion that that they that they're known for to these roles because it's so heavy handed in its message that these guys, these actors really needed to land the emotion. I thought they did a great job in Clancy Brown. I thought did a very good job in one of the story arcs that you can go down uh, with, with this character. He ends up shooting himself and he did a really good job um, portraying that kind of internal struggle that some folks have. So congratulations to Clancy Brown and all the folks at Detroit become human. 12 out of 10, 12 out of 10. (laughs) Nothing. No, you've got nothing, Joe. I've got a whole lot to say, but I'm going to save it for later. And our next category is best moment in a game. This is for that part in the game that just blew us away, tied everything together and made all the past frustrations worth the journey. And your nominees are Detroit Become Human, The Moment You Decide, Violence or Peaceful Resolution, God of War, When Kratos Goes Back Home for the Blades of Chaos, Spider-Man, The Black Cat Relationship, That Sweet, Sweet Sexual Tension, Peanut Butter, Peanut Butter, (laughs) Peanut Butter and Chocolate, and Spider-Man, The Formation of the Sinister Six and the Turn of Doc Ock. And your winner is God of War. Kratos goes back for the Blades of Chaos. Go ahead, Crowley. This game is so... It's a trash game. You... You have to play the game. I have Don't, played You did the not game. play the game. You played the tutorial. If the tutorial is two hours, that should tell you how much of a trash game it is. The tutorial on Red Dead was like seven hours long. Yeah, but it was so good. Where this is just trash. What, explain You're, to me what the Blades of Chaos are and why I was so emotional for Kratos to go back. <laughs> the Can you do chaos, it while you're not doing curls? The Blades of Chaos are the weapons from the original ser- series. It's the Blades at the End of Chains, spinning around, fiery weapons. He sells his soul to Ares to get them to... Does he call Ares boy? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He saves that for Atreus. Um, in Who's the original Atreus? Series, his son. I thought he just called him boy. No, he calls him Atreus. No, he calls uh, him just boy. That's because you only played 10 minutes of the game. That's because you didn't get 20, out of the beginning two hours. of the game. Because you watched hours. a cut scene and said you played the game. That's why. I didn't. That's you not how it works. You that's not how cut, any of this works. You watched a cut scene and said, oh, I played the game. It's not good. I'm going to I'm gonna go away. This is, this is bad. I don't like this cut scene. I'm a big idiot. Okay, well, that last part might be accurate. Yeah, definitely is. Anyway, right. so he puts this whole past behind him. He goes, he starts a new life. He marries a woman. He has a child. He raises that. He has a family. Years go by. The story of God of War 2018 starts. You got to bring your wife up to the top of the mountain because she's dead, all that. So about midway through, Atreus falls deathly ill. And Boy. only... The Stop only, being sick, boy. The only thing that can... No, he actually has a boy. very emotional response to Atreus being ill. So boy. the only thing Please that can save die, him boy. is the heart of the guard in 
Hellheim. Hey, just out of curiosity, did you think I was serious when I said, please tell us about this moment? Yeah, I did. I was going to go through the whole thing. No, please don't. <laughs> it's already way too long and I don't care. Congratulations, God of War. And it's a great moment. The weapons are great. The moment's great. You guys really... Well, Jason, you said you're going to try this game out after you get a PS4. Thursday. Thursday. Uh, Don't. Pl- play more than the tutorial. Don't. And then we can talk about it. If you get through the tutorial, Jason, kudos to you. <laughs> sucks. The game's terrible. Just awful. It's a great game. Yeah. Jonesy's got it right. I can't say that on mic, but Jonesy's got it right. What Joe's trying to say is, Crowley, stop being an a-hole and play the God of War game. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Nobody, I'm not doing that. Next. What's what's the next category, gentlemen? The next category is best story. This is for the game that hooked us early and kept us hooked till the end. The game we didn't want to stop playing because you wanted to see what was next around the corner. And your nominees are Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War, Spider-Man, Detroit Become Human, and Octopath Traveler. And the winner for best story is Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, accepting the uh, award on behalf of Rockstar and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 will be Crowley. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. I, I, blasted through, I blasted through 70 hours of this story in like six days, 10 days. Right. I couldn't Did stop. you do that with God of War? I no, did. I did. No, I played God no, of War on a weekend. <sighs> Well, that tells you how short I've and awful that game so is. So you played, I played God Spider- of War. I played Spider-Man in, a, in like a, a night and a half. You played <laughs> God of War in a weekend and the tutorial's two hours long? So yeah. the tutorial's like a third of the... No, the, the game's game. like 35 hours long. Wow. He didn't do curls that weekend and he turned off Tinder. Ah. Look, so Red Dead dude, Redemption... Dude, you never, you never turn off Tinder, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. The story is really, really, really good. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Stargate Pioneer. Thanks for, for hanging out for a little bit with us. We do appreciate it very much, sir. Um, the story for Red Dead Redemption 2 is absolutely phenomenal. It's it's one of those stories where there are lots of twists and turns. And it turns out that what turns out to be a big chunk of the game isn't played with the main character, which, which is Arthur Morgan. It's played with, with the other John guy. Marsden. John Marsden. Thank you. I drew a blank on John Marsden. I could tell. Uh, <laughs> it happens but this at your game, age. You have no idea what happens at my age. Uh, this this game... So as good as Detroit Become Human is at, at making you feel things, Red Dead Redemption 2 is really good at making you hate people. There are moments like, in this game. There were moments in this story that I was physically, visibly furious with a couple of characters it's just there are such bad people that screw you over so hard over and over again and you just want arthur to make the right choice it's so hard and that right choice is inevitably to shoot them in the face repeatedly sometimes i wanted to yeah so uh this game well done uh rockstar can you believe we're talking about a rockstar game in best story can we just can we just point that out for a second? Yeah, this is crazy. That is crazy. Why is that crazy? Because Rockstar games notoriously have thin stories. I they, guess. They, did you, you think, not? Did you guys not like on a lot of their games? Yeah. Although I will Grand, say, Ellen Noir or uh, uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Ellie Noir was was a pretty good had a pretty it was good a pretty plot. good story. Yeah, but like the Grand right. Theft Auto stories, they're fine, but they're not. There's no like I've never felt anything in a Grand Theft Auto story, and I would never put a Grand Theft Auto story in a top story of the year category. No, yeah. more just uh, I see what you're saying. More gameplay. All right. Well, congratulations. There you go. Next. So the next category is best villain. This award goes to the character that we long to see defeated. The character that gave us drive and purpose and who we celebrated when they fell. And your nominees are Dutch Vanderlyn for Red Dead Redemption 2, Dr. Octavius for Spider-Man, EA because they're evil corporation, and Todd Howard because Fallout 76. And the winner is Dutch Vanderlyn for Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, so we were just talking about this, right? This is one of those characters that there's something that he does in, during the course of Red Dead Redemption 2 that makes you want to shoot him in the face repeatedly. Oh, yeah. Can, can, we, well, can, I mean, we, can we talk about that for a second? This is the Game of the Year Awards. Can we spoil that a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, the moment when you're laying on the ground about to die and you watch Dutch look at you and then turn and walk away is the most angry I have ever been in my entire life at a video game. To I, be fair, to be fair... You, you didn't really see him look at you. You just saw his feet pointing towards you, and they were. It was blurry at that. And then uh, he turns as and you go out. down, there's a split second where you see him looking in your direction before he turns. Either way, yeah, it's very obvious that he intentionally left you. Yeah, but I mean, he showed well, his agree. true colors throughout the entire game. I mean, he was you know he was nice and spouted off brotherhood and that he was a father figure to John and and Arthur, but. He was always doing stupid things to to line his pockets, to to further Just his cause. Just one more big score. Yeah. All you need is one more big score. He was he was He's a got con a plan. Yep. Yeah, I mean, look, we almost gave this award to Todd Howard from Bethesda because Fallout seventy six. <laughs> like we were very close to we were doing close. that. But Dutch Vanderlyn's character, which goes to the story in Red Dead Redemption two and why it won, uh, you know, the the best story of the year. You can't, you can't like, the voice acting in that game. Again, it's on, it's on, I, I don't want to say it's as good as Detroit Become Human because I think it's a different type of voice acting. It's very close. Uh, Detroit Become Human's on a different level. I think this is on the same level as like Spider-Man or even God of War. Uh, it's video game level voice acting, but it's triple A video game uh, voice acting. So ha- hats off to those guys because I'll tell you what, Todd Howard, he gave everybody a run for their money in this category. Yep. Yeah, somebody, uh, Muffy on Discord just said, Dutch is a combo of, of Todd and EA. <laughs> that, <laughs> you know that's what? accurate. You know, I feel that. I can that feel that. That is an absolutely accurate statement, 100%. It is, is if, it is as if Todd and EA had a baby, and they named it Dutch Vanderland. There you go. All right, let's move on. We've All got right, two your, more. Your next category is best character this award goes to the character we most related to the one we rooted for the one we fought to for to succeed in their quest this is our best character and your nominees are kratos in god of war arthur morgan red dead redemption 2 spider cop spider-man connor detroit become human henry scalitz kingdom come deliverance and mirmir god of war and your winner for best character is Spider Cop in Spider Man. Uh, accepting the award on behalf of Spider Cop, 
will be the ultimate spider cop, Crowley. That's you are right. not a spider cop. I am spider cop. <laughs> I'm a hardened cop on the streets of New York. I can't do a spider. You're nowhere near as good as he was. <laughs> no. But it was glorious. That was the best character this year, hands down. Dude, I, I don't. What am I, I most... am not spider pig. That, you are. <laughs> you are. You're just saying that because I'm fat. That's not fair. One of my favorite moments playing with you guys online this year was launch night, waking up at midnight to play Spider-Man with you guys and getting into that game. And the first time he goes Spider-Cop, we were kind of all in the same spot in the game. And we all are just laughing and listening to this guy go on. It's a great character. Yeah, it it really is a great character. So much so that it's now canon in the Spider-Verse. I saw Uh, that. Yeah, one of the uh, newer Spider-Man comics put out uh, uh, for the Spider-Verse has Spider-Cop in it. So Spider-Cop is now canon, which I think is absolutely amazing. Uh, so congratulations to Spider-Cop and and Spider-Man. Uh, such a great game. Now, that being said, Henry of Scallets from Kingdom Come Deliverance might be my favorite underdog character of the year. Because that guy, he loses his parents. He's, he doesn't know how to fight. He has to bury his parents. parents and while you're going to bury his parents you can loot all the dead bodies along the way because who doesn't do that when you have to go bury your parents uh so i i really liked henry of scallets uh i didn't care about kratos or mimir uh but uh, connor from detroit become human was another one that pulled at my heartstrings and again detroit become human you can just kind of feel everything that's going on those of so you that you- did play god of war uh We'll they know how great Mimir is. Mimir I'll tell is a you great the character, character. I'll tell you the character in God of War that really got you know the blood the blood pumping for me was the witch. She's hot. Yeah. What's her name? Wow. Yeah. You you got your blood pumping for a, a female in a game. Yep. Good. <laughs> I yep. sure did. Stop. But you got that pumping before she even started talking. Look, don't worry about what I did and when I paused it and what I was doing during the pause time. Just don't worry about that. Moving on. All right. So. So next, this is the category you have all been waiting for. This is the BGA Game of the Year. Take it away, boys. This is the big one. This is the award for the game that made us come back for more. The game that stands above all the rest in 2018. The game that brought everything together. Music, story, characters, visuals, and gameplay. This is your Game of the Year. And your nominees are God of War, Spider-Man. Now, I played Spider-Man Platinum in three days. I loved that game. I loved God of War. Detroit Become Human. This is trash. Monster Hunter World (laughs) and Red Dead Redemption 2. All right. So wait, wait, wait. Before we announce the winner, I feel like each of these games deserves a little something-something. Little love from the boys here at Bad Gamers Anonymous. So let's let's start with the the one that made the list because of its popularity around the world. Monster Hunter World. Now I played this game for about a month, maybe two, probably closer to a month. Uh, played with a, a lot of people here on the Discord server. Uh, a lot of people that 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 have been around and and now gone. I'm looking at you, Mimi. Uh, someone that she, I played with her in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, this game didn't hold my attention longer than about 30 to 45 days. Like, what did it do for you two? I loved this game. Uh, the It brought the Monster Hunter world, so to speak, 
to a much larger audience. It brought accessibility and playability to that game. But ultimately, not quite enough for me. Um, the, the matchmaking with friends was horrendous, and there were some other things I couldn't get over. But I had a ton of fun at this game. I played a bunch with you guys uh, from the Discord on there. Um, I got pretty... <laughs> I got pretty high leveled up there. It was a lot of fun. Um, it made you think. That was the part I liked the most about it, was you had to be tactically ready for the hunt you were going on. Jason, did you play this? Did you play Monster Hunter World? Very, very briefly. Um, I had another you know, list of games that I want, or needed to play, and I got into this a little bit. I didn't, I didn't really like the mechanics on it very much. Um, they, they seemed... I don't know. It it confused me. It, my my ancient brain just <laughs> couldn't wrap my head around all the mechanics, and I lost interest in it pretty quick. So it looked it yeah, looked I, brilliant. Um, and so I think there's your there there's the common thread. I mean, it was good, but you kind of lost interest in it. Uh, so it, let's talk about Red Dead Redemption Two. So we're still kind of playing this one on and off. We it's already won for Bad Gamers Anonymous the Story of the Year. Are you going to keep playing this, Joe? So I've 100%ed it all the way through. I beat the epilogue and everything. The single player is done for me. Um, I will probably pop into Red Dead Online now and then. It's pretty broken right now, but so was uh, GTA Online when it launched. So I'm hoping that Red Dead Online gets the same attention that GTA Online has gotten or somewhat close, and we see a lot more content and some fixes go up there. Um, But I'll be popping in to see it. I really did love this game. There's something about getting to be the cowboy riding around in the West doing your thing was was really great. Yeah, I would agree. Jason, if you uh like how do you feel about Red Dead? Oh, now? I'm still playing it. Um I've Attaboy. I've gotten through the the story. I'm finishing up all of the side quests, all the hunting missions, the fishing missions, everything. So, um I haven't I haven't completed everything in it yet. I don't know about Red Dead Online. Um, that's definitely a play with your friends kind of online experience. And since I have no friends, uh, I don't know that I'm going to be doing a lot of Red Dead Online. But yeah, join uh, us. I, <laughs> join <laughs> us. I have it on Xbox. No, oh, that's not even that's a your problem. That's it's your like problem. It's like a glorified. Yeah. Anyway. But, um, no, I love this game. So I love Westerns, and I loved the first Red Dead Redemption. I love the the story. I love the setting. Uh, I love the feel. Uh, as, as, as flawed as the horses are, I still love the way they look and the way they act when you're not riding them. Um, yeah, I, this is, this is my, my game of the year. So There you go. So now I'm going to let Joe tell you why he thinks God of War should have won Game of the Year, because it did not. Joe, go. God of War had a really great story. This this brought a series that was nothing but a hack and slash with, with basically the thinnest of stories into like this really well-fleshed-out universe. The, the lore behind it, Mimir's constant quips were hilarious and also educational. They were all like accurate uh, mythological truths. Um, the combat continues to get better as the game goes on. By the time you're done, you are stringing together these long combos 
that feel amazing um, between the axe and the blades and the shield. You get a whole lot of uh, bouncing back and forth between weapons, and it really gets more complex as the game goes. It's just super fun. On top of that, they did something I never thought would happen. They made me, by the end of that game, actually care about Kratos, who, as far as I was concerned in the original games, was just a giant animal meant to kill things. Okay, well, there you go. And that's your rousing. This game still sucks. I can't do it. The game's terrible. Don't play it. Now I'm going to tell you why you should play Detroit Become Human. How is this game on this list? Wait. Because it legitimately should have won. This game should have won game David Cage cannot write. David Cage cannot write. In fact, the story for this game is amazing. The story for this game is a little on the nose. Okay, it is a little on the nose as an understatement, all right? This is like David Cage discovered racism and the civil rights movement this year (laughs) and thinks he's going (laughs) to give everybody the indicator of what's going on. This is out of control. This game is, he has no idea what subtlety or nuance is. He's slamming things against the nose the whole game. Oh, the androids have to sit on the back of the bus? That's a super original story beat. No one's ever done that before. No one's ever applied that metaphor to something else before. This may be the best looking game of the year. Hands oh, down. Technically, period. yes. Okay. There you go. Technically, yes. That's all that really matters. The, the, technically, the technicality the technical of it. technical graphics it on looks, this game are fantastic. It looks the best out of any video game on any system ever in the history of the planet. Uh, so Detroit Become Human graphically is amazing. Uh, the story is great. It makes you feel for each character. When you make these decisions for the characters, for these three characters that you follow throughout the game, whose stories, it, throughout the, the the myriad of choices that you get to choose from for each character, they all weave seamlessly in and out to well, where they finally come together at the end. It is so well done, so well thought out, so well voice acted that it makes you feel for these characters every time you have to make a decision. It is a, you li- you really think about it. It's not just a throwaway decision. It matters. This game does it. It's a 12 out of 10. As far as this guy's concerned, it should have won game of the year. But it didn't. Game of the year is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That is Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. This game, this game captivated all of us in this Discord for a long time. We played this game. We like we we dumped hours of discussion of memes and videos and gameplay on this for scantily clad spider women may or may not have been posted in a channel in this Discord. <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny that. No. Uh, it's a really great game. This was really well done from the voice acting to the graphics, to the web mechanics, to the swinging mechanics, to the, I mean, the Sinister Six. Like, that's the how, moment, man. How about that moment? That was a great moment for this story. It was, it was one of those, it was one of those moments for me as a geek and as a gamer where I went, wow, they got it. They got it and they got it right. And it was done so well. The, the swerve where Doc Dr. Octavius is actually the big bad for the game when you're working with him for the throughout the whole time is phenomenal. Now let's just talk about the DLCs. So normally when they when someone puts out a game, it's not done. It's like I'm looking at you, Fallout 76. It the game's not done. I'm looking at you, Kingdom Come Deliverance. 
Oh, 76 hasn't even started. <laughs> Spider-Man was done. There may have been a day one patch. But it was done. It was a complete game. It was finished so much so that they released four DLCs on time. One every month after the initial release. And they were good DLCs. I had mixed feelings on the middle one, but the the first and last I really liked. Right. There are still, like Jonesy just pointed out in our chat, there are companies like EA that don't even admit when there's something wrong, like they did with Chell. You don't hear anything. Or Battlefront 2, like Mike just pointed out. That was such a They don't want to admit that they did anything wrong. So when a company puts out a game that is done, it is done completely, it is done fully, and they're able to put DLC out on time. I mean, that's a pretty pretty huge feat. Not only did they get the DLC out on time, there was a huge player request for New Game Plus in that game, which wasn't planned originally, and that hit like... With the first DLC, admittedly, that's not a, a huge ad, but still, that's, you know. It adds replayability replayability to a game that didn't have it. They just, yeah, and they had some fun with the puddles, <laughs> the puddle gate. <laughs> they did, yeah. They, like, they did. really, the support on this game, the quality of this game overall, the fun we've had with this game, everything. The first, admittedly, by the time I was done platinuming this game, uh, I was a little tired of every time I jumped off a building, that big mu- musical swell, even if I was just hopping down to grab a backpack or something. But the first couple of times, especially, that you jump off a building to go swinging and the music swells in this huge, like, epic movie theater-esque crescendo, you feel <laughs> like you're a legitimate superhero. It's great. This game just nails what it would be like to be Spider-Man. Or Spider-Cop. Or Spider Cop. Oh, Spider Cop. Spider Cop was great, guys. Spider Cop was really good. And the attention to detail, like little things, like everybody, like the backpacks. Why does he have a million backpacks all over the place? Well, in one of the backpacks, he explains it. He explains why he has all the backpacks. Yeah, they did a really good job. And it's like Jonesy just said, it's like they like, really loved what they're doing. And they love this story and they love putting their, their heart and soul into it. You can feel it yeah. in the game. Yeah. Jason, do you have anything you want to add to this, to Spider-Man Game of the Year for uh, Bad Gamers? Yeah, Nights? hopefully uh, other publishers and development houses uh, notice the the fan outpour of support for Spider-Man and how the developers supported their fans and take heed to do the same thing because it's, it's long past due. Yeah, it definitely shows in the end product. So before we get out of there, I, out of here, I just want to say real quick, I want to say thank you to Joe and Jason uh, for coming on board here at the en- end of 2018 to Bad Gamers Anonymous and and, and helping out and, and, you know, agreeing to be co-hosts here. I'm really looking forward to 2019 and what that is going to bring. Uh, I also want to say a big thank you to uh, the folks at EGM. That includes you, Joe. Uh, Jonesy, uh, Albert, Josh, Imperial Moonwalker, and, and Mike. Um, it's it's great that I have that support staff, that support system in place now with you guys. Uh, you guys are phenomenal. Um, bouncing ideas off of everybody over there. You guys have been just absolutely great. Jonesy, like, dude, you're my boy. Like, you, you, this is his brainchild. This, the Crowleys, this was his brainchild, not mine. I know, shocking, right? Uh, this was all him. 
the the red carpet event beforehand. This was his idea, all of it. So Jonesy, thank you so much for for being my boy and having my back and helping us put this together and just being a really good friend this year. I I, I appreciate that. I can't wait to see what we do together in 2019. Um, Mike, I've known you forever. You're a crotchety old guy like I am, so you know, you're 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 my friend too, and. Uh, Thank you for allowing BGA on to EGM this year. Uh, really excited to see where Ear Glue Media is going to go. Uh, and I look forward to smoking cigars with you until we're old and gray and telling Imlea that she can work harder now. Um, so so thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. To everybody who joined us tonight on our Discord, uh, Bales, 1988, General Cannoli, Imperial Moonwalker, uh, Jonesy, uh, Muffy, Podcaster Mike, Shiner, Star Lord, Stargate Pioneer, Cab. Uh, thank you so much for your support, guys. It, the, the most I could ask of you is to just tell everybody about Bad Gamers Anonymous. Let's grow this thing out in 2019. Uh, and with that, next week, we'll be back uh, with Joe, with Jason, and we'll be talking about what we're looking forward to in 2019. We'll see you next year. Happy New Year's, guys. Thanks. <laughs>